Welcome to track number five of the message of sacrifice. And unless they are prepared to sacrifice, they must. Jesus said he began to tell them how he must sacrifice. He must be killed. He must suffer. It's not an option. I said it's not an option. I said it's not an option. It's not something that can or cannot. It's not something that may or may not. You see, you are where you are because of what you are prepared, the price you are prepared to pay. You are at the level. You can continue to look at us as we continue. Do you know what it has cost me to be here? Do you know, do you know, do you know the trips that I have made and the things that I have seen? Do you know the place that I have sat in that I have almost crashed? Do you know the, the place that I have watched Swiss Air crashing, uh, 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 TWA crashing, uh, uh, what do you call Egypt Air crashing, all these places crash on the same route that I sit on. My friend, to enter a plane, if it were not for a song that I'm about to teach you, I will not sit on a plane again. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Every time you sit in a car to go, I've been in a car before. Pastor Matthew Washimolo was the pastor of the largest church in, uh, in London. He came to Ghana for a big crusade with Mike Maddock, Miles Monroe, uh, Helen Baylor. They were all there, Kanishi Sports Complex. The first day of their crusade, they had it in Kumasi, the Kumasi Sports Stadium. Very large crowd. On the way back, when they were coming from, uh, what do you call it, Kumasi, there was a car parked at Inkoko. That is a city in Ghana. And as they were coming, the car was broken down and the, the bottom of the car was outside in the road. And so when he was coming in the night, he passed, when they got to that place, it's like the, the way to Kumasi is up and down. Like that. So when, you, when they came up the hill, as soon as you come, then the car is there. So when they came and they saw the car, the, car, the driver just swept and went. And he said, that is a very dangerous thing. So that was he coming because he was going to preach early in the morning in somebody's church. Then on Sunday morning, his convoy came at 4.30 at dawn. They were, they were coming. Fog, this, that, that. The, when they got to that place, the first car saw the said, wow! Then it swept. The second one swept. The third one swept, but it couldn't swept. And hit them on the side. His outreach director, a lady, Nigeria from London, she died. Uh, uh, one of the young men who came on the team, also, he died. All those people dead. And he was in his church preach, he was in Sunday morning preach, and they came to tell him that is, and this lady is a main financier and supporter of the church. His outreach director, lady doctor with three children, dead. You see, every penny that a pastor takes is rich. I've been in the car that I've someone before. I was going with my pastors. All of us were going to for a journey. We were going to preach. We could easily have not returned. And we somersaulted and somersaulted and somersaulted and somersaulted until we, we came to a, 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 a standstill. We could have died in that car. For me to be here, for us to continue to travel, when we look at our children, our children say, Daddy, don't go. Daddy, don't go. So I've got to go. I've got to go. Because of those people in Maryland, those people here, those people there, those people there, I've got to go. We are where we are because somebody has said to himself, I must be killed. I must suffer. I must go through. And if you are not prepared to say, I must, I will, I have to, you will never see any sign, any part of the God's glory in your life or your ministry, personally or in the church. Amen. And Jesus said, I must sacrifice. Now let's see one of the pastors. Look at what the, one of the lay pastors was saying right there. In response to that. I must be killed. Verse 22. Then Peter took him. Or in our language, we will say Peter took him up. On that statement. 
<laughs> he, he took him out of what he said. He said, I'm going to take you out of what you are saying now. Notice. He said, and Peter took him up. And began to rebuke him. Because, <laughs> say, be it far. Far. Far from thee, Lord. This shall not be unto thee. Share. Look at the pastor. He says, it shall never be. It shall never be. It shall never be. Be far. It's far. It, it, will, it will be far. Far from you. We should go to this place. Travel there. Suffer. Be killed. Go through all this. Far. In the name of Jesus. We burn it. We throw it away. That's pastor. The pastor is talking. Notice Jesus' response. Notice Jesus' response. Notice Jesus. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me. Who? Peter. Simon Peter Badona. Who? Satan. Satan. He spoke directly to Satan and said, Get thee for thou art an offense. Charlie. Thou art an offense to me. That's why I say that the thing that I'm about to preach to you, eh, I myself, I don't like it, but you see, I don't have a choice, because the thing is there, in black and white, if I don't say it, I'm a liar. Oh yeah, I gotta preach it, I gotta preach it. <laughs> Daddy, don't preach it, Daddy, don't preach it, I gotta preach it. <laughs> no sacrifice, no glory. I said, no, every three steps there's a sacrifice. Every three steps there's a sacrifice. From Obedidon's house to Jerusalem. Every three steps you pay the price and you sacrifice. And I'm prepared. Me, if you hear one day that I'm dead, I'm flying somewhere, the plane has crashed and I'm dead. Don't be sad. God has called me home. I'm prepared. If I sit on a plane and I never see my wife and I never see my children again, to God be the glory. I did my best. I did everything. I give myself to God. If I die as a young man, I give it to God. It is He who knows my life. I've given my life to Him. That's where I am. That's, that's what it means. That's what it means. It's real. It's no more a game. Per perhaps to you, it's just coming here in the evening. For me, it's my life. Everything is down there on the plate. Either I live or I die. I've given it to God. And Peter said, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus said, Satan, Satan. Satan, I've caught you. Satan, I've caught you. Satan, I've caught you. And that is the devil at work. And that is why even the pastors, we are, we are intimidated when you are calling the people to make sacrifices. Oh yeah. We are intimidated. We are intimidated. Recently, I was in the inner court. Do you know the inner court? Where the shoe bread, the table, candles, and I was in the presence of the Lord. Then I had a phone call. I, was I don't normally answer the phone like that, but I was expecting a call from Pastor Edwin. It was very important. So I thought it was Pastor When I picked up the phone, it was one of my pastors. I said, Abba, why did I answer this phone call? Then as I put down the phone, when I put down the phone, and suddenly I had a vision of him. And I saw him in the sunshine, in the desert, sweating and just moving around. And I saw that this, this boy was struggling somewhere. And so I called him. I said, come. And I talked to him and I said, you know, the Lord showed me that... Hmm. 
She the devil doesn't want me to preach what I'm preaching on. Are you listening to me? Is it time to close? You see, people must get a better place so that when you go to church, you can be there for some time. You get what I'm saying? Now listen, 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 listen. The Lord showed me this young man. He was not where he was supposed to be. So I called him. I said, Pastor, you are in the wrong place. You are, suppo- you are called to be in the house of the Lord. Serving God. You are a priest. He said, Bishop, it's true. It's true. I'm in the wrong place. I'm, I struggle every day at work. I know I'm lost. I'm coming. And he just said, look, it's over. That was the end of his career. That was the end of his career. He just put it down and came. You see... When God calls you, is it time to close? (laughs) Are you listening to me? I'm telling you something. I'm telling you something. God is calling us to do something. And and until it it is Satan. Now, when I had to call this man to talk to him, I felt very intimidated. But you see, because of these things that I've begun to know, that it's Satan, it's Antichrist who doesn't. Because that guy had a very good job. First he had no job. Then he had a job. Then he had a very good job. And I saw his new car. I dedicated his car for him when he had that. Then after that, he was doing some business somewhere. And a person from a very international company, big organization, said, look, I like the way you are. You are. And I want you to work for me. And he offered him dollars and other, what do you call it? So he said, man, he took that job and he moved from that job to the next job. So when I was about to call him, you see, both Satan and the Antichrist were against me. But you see, they are against a church. The whole church would not have existed if Jesus had not put down his sacrifice. This whole lighthouse would not have existed. if. And that guy, in his bowels and in him, is the whole ministry. And so many souls are there. But he has to put down that thing on the on the sacrifice. He must. It's not optional. He must. The way to the glory is to sacrifice. But I was not afraid. Nowadays, I'm not afraid. I called some young boy. I said, look, you finish school. I'm sending you as a missionary. And you see, that's why sometimes the younger ones are prepared more than the older ones. And I've come to see sometimes that when you delay something, it doesn't mean delay, but it means cancellation. I called a young man. I said, I'm sending you to. He said, anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. I'm going to send people even to the north of Nigeria where they are killing Christians. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to send missionaries to everywhere. Don't be worried if they die. Don't be worried if they die. They won't die. But if they die, ah, we are working for God. Oh, and we are not sure about what you are saying now. Aha. Is it Satan or Antichrist who is speaking now? You see, no, you see, you people must realize that to, without it, there will be no church. Let me read you the next. Let me just give you one more point. I think they have warned me to close, so I have to. So I've given you only one point, isn't it? Two, one point here. Two. Who is against sacrifice? Direct. Is it not? Is it not amazing? Huh? Hmm. Number three. The third point is that until you sacrifice, or sacrifice is necessary if you are to become fruitful, truly fruitful truly fruitful i'll say it again sacrifice is necessary if you are to become truly 
fruitful. Fruitful. Okay. Now write it down. This, the, the next line. The next sentence. Sacrifice is the missing ingredient in good, willing, educated, anointed Christians. Is the missing ingredient in what? Good, willing, educated, anointed Christians who are serving under capacity. Are you there? Now many, many Christians who could do more but don't do more, the, re- the reason is sacrifice. It's, it's not knowledge. It's not anointing. It's not information. But it's a sacrifice. You, you get to a point in your life where you have to sacrifice. It's the only next thing to do is to sacrifice. Time to pray. Your, your job. Kojo, are you with me? Your job, Kweku. It, a, a time will come, that is the only thing, like, not knowledge. You see, I've written books, you, maybe you've read it, you've read the Bible, but the next only thing will be sacrifice. Without that, you may never bear fruit. Look at John chapter 12 with me, verse 24. We're reading it, and the man is coming for his hall. We're out of here. Wonderful. There's an anointing here. Falling over me, touching my soul, and changing my heart. Let's all read verse 25. You found it. Ready, go. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and, and what? And that it does what? It abides where? With how many people? With how many church members? With how much fruit? Alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Yeah. If it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Many of our churches in America are going to stay small at a certain level until you have people who pay the price. Until you have pastors who pay the price. Oh yes. If I came to live here, or let's say Pastor Joel came to live here, or you have a pastor here who will sacrifice his life, the church will change. In California, same thing. In Massachusetts, same thing. You see, everything is up to a point. We can do everything. To, at a point, you have to pay a certain price. When you don't pay, you just stay where you are. But when you pay, you are no more alone. You begin to bear much fruit. I didn't say it. The church in, where is your church? Columbia. Baltimore. The church in London. The church everywhere. It will all be up to a point. Until there's somebody who is prepared to be a seed who will die. Until there are members in the church who are going to be prepared to die. We will all be just as we are. <laughs> we'll be watching the big, big ministries. And, <laughs> God is moving. Though. God is anointing. Nice, so it? <laughs> and you will always be watching as a spectator. Until you are prepared to die. A, a lot of people have reached the border like that. They are standing there. The next step, the only step is sacrifice. 
and we watch it. It's not information. You know what I know. Maybe you even know more than I know. I wrote all the things I know in a book. So once you have the book, you know what I know. Even if it's not in your head, it's in the book and it's with you. <laughs> but the next step, Jesus said, accept it and see that. He was talking about going to die. Huh? And then he says, look, notice, verse 25. He that loveth his life shall lose it. And he that hated his life in this world shall keep it. He that hated his life where? In this world shall keep it. You see, all I'm saying is against Satan. It's against the pegamostic spirit, mind. That's why some people will never prosper. Financially. Financially. You will be here because naturally speaking, I was telling the people in London, the black people in London are the cleaners, are the waiters, are the security men. Call it what you want. You are a security watchman. You are whatever. There is a certain supernatural help that you need to get from God. That thing is going to involve giving. That's why as a church, we give. That's why personally, I give. I give. I believe in it. It has released us into many blessings. The day we took our first offering to buy our church building, or the first church where we are, God told me as I stood over the offering, a church in need of 35 million cities without any rich person, any member with a car in the church. We took that big offering. And as I stood over the offering, God told me, give this offering to the one who came to raise it for the church. Give it to him. I said, Lord, we thank you for your kindness, but this is too difficult at this time. Lord, we just want to give you something small. He has come to raise funds for the church building. I have the, uh, the model of the church there, that we are raising money for this. I mean, God said, give it away. That is your door. That's your blessing. That's your chance to the financial blessing. Today, they call us the church with whatever. Somebody saw me and said, Osofo Sikeni. What is that? But well, if you say we have money or we are whatever, man, we bought a building recently, million dollars and over. I don't know where it comes from, but there are many blessings I can tell you about. And until you people learn to give, we are in Ghana, a hippie country. People give more than many of you here. In fact, in Maryland in particular, you need to release yourself into giving. Oh yes. Oh yes. In Maryland in particular, you need to release yourself into giving. Oh yes. And until you give, you will not prosper. You will be here as cleaners, workers, this, that, whatever. You will be here for years and years and years and years. You can never go back to where you came from because you don't have anything to, to show for all your, your struggles. You only take pictures in room with carpets and send uh, back home and people think you have prospered. But you have not prospered. You know that you have not prospered. Look, many years ago, I came, I was in London, I, I was there for a long time. I mean, I was there for some, well, about a year. And when I was going out of the country, you know, I didn't have anything. Because I was doing something whilst I was there. And I was so, 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 so poor. But at the very end, I had some money. And it came up to about 70 pounds. Even my shoes that I was wearing, they were not working. It was my sister who sold the shoes for me. You get it? No, no, I'm very serious. I was 
poor, poor, poor. But I've been there for about a year. Nothing. In fact, one day, uh, the pastor of the church where I was, he said, he called for me, he said, all those who are playing instruments, and I was playing drums, must wear a jacket and a tie and so on. And I was afraid because I, I, I could not buy. I didn't know where I was going to buy. But, just before I left, I had this money. And I bought what was very valuable to me. A sound system, which was a Walkman. Do you know what a Walkman is? And that Walkman cost 70 pounds, I'll never forget it. It was it was, it was, it, you know, at different stages of your life, different things are important. Is that also? As you grow, you realize why you wonder why it was important. And you people will wonder why certain things are important to you today, in some years to come. Then, as I bought it, I was a God said to me, Give it away. I said, Lord, listen, you can be giving impossible commands at the wrong time. And God told me, Give it away. Give it away. Give it away. I called my friend, he was called Danny. And I said, Danny, the Lord has asked me to give it. He said, you are, you are sick. I said, the Lord asked me to give it to you. New. And it was valuable to us. Who was my friend. So we know what is valuable to us. I gave, he said, you, you are joking. I said, Danny, take it. He took it. And I went out of London with my bare hands. Nothing. I was there. I lived there for a year. And you see, ladies and gentlemen, I walked back to London some years later. Bless. The first time I walked back, I was holding a check for more than 2,000 pounds from my school. I won a prize in school. More than 2,000, I was holding the check like that. I went to my bank account. My bank account, I had a special bank account which can have one pound. And it had exactly one pound. When I got there, I just put the check there. The woman looked, I said, it's me. Put it inside the account. <laughs> I have arrived. Put it in the account. And my account jumped from one pound to 2,000 something pounds. Give the Lord a shout and a clap offering. But I am saying this to tell you something that until you learn how to release and how to bow and how to die, you will just be as you are. You will be alone with nothing, with little. Look, we could go on and on. You know, it's unfortunate that they are closing us. <laughs> But there are some things I want to tell because I feel that God wants to raise up trees in Maryland where there is only grass. And God wants to raise up trees from amongst us. Trees. People who are flat. And the whole place is flat like grass. There's no prosperous person around. There's no one who has, who has gone above the masses and above the, the, the skin pain level. <laughs> but I see you rising out of that level in the name of Jesus. In Ghana, look, I say the sort of prosperity that we are seeing in a hippie, highly indebted and poor country. Highly indebted and poor. Recently, during our fasting and prayer, we wanted to buy a mixer. I stood there and I said, look, for these two weeks, we are going to have service every day. We are going to take off it. We are going to buy a new mixer. I said, Pastor Johnny was sitting over there. I said, Johnny, how much is the mixer? He said, oh, it was more than 10 million. I said, okay, we are buying 30-something channels, new one. So I said, go and find out the price. It'll be more than 10 million. Church, can we agree we are buying it? He went to check the price, 80 million. After the service, as soon as I got out, a man walked out. He said, I'll pay for the mixer. Use the money for something else. I was there two days later. He brought the check, 80 million. Pay for cash. The, the mixer is there. One person just took it. Then during the fast, I said, Johnny, God is moving. Go and bring a bus. We want to buy a bus. 
we want to buy a bus for our leadership international which is for our schools secondary school outreach so i said go to circle and find a bus and bring the bus here so he called me said he's found a bus i said how much is it 55 million cities i said wow okay bring the bus to check. tell them dealer that i said that once the bus comes to park at our parking place it will never go back to where it came from so he should bring the bus even though we haven't got even one cd to pay and put it there i'm going to raise funds for the bus i put the bus and after after church i called my chief of staff of my millionaires i said joyce come joyce i want you to buy this bus will you buy it? yes pastor we'll buy it go and tell the people they brought the money just a week more than 60 something million they are now moving to 17 they just pay for that but okay now use the rest to buy instruments for the secondary school going to the secondary school pay for one touch like that just about some few people one two three four five millionaires club just like that you are here you have run away from hippie you have come to maryland <laughs> what can you do what can you do for god let me tell you something except you except you also rise up and begin to sacrifice you will you, you will not amount to i'm telling you i'm reading something from the bible i called a certain brother just last week i said to him brother we need we need computers is that computers i said yeah i said we need computers in the church because he deals in computers then he said how many computers do you need? i said oh we need a lot of computers then he laughed how many computers do you need i said we need about eight computers he laughed he said okay no problem i'll give you two every month so he brought the two computers and then another two listen you people, you are here. If I ask you, I want uh, somebody to buy a computer. Three people, to one person to buy a computer. You will see how we will start vomiting in the chair this evening. <laughs> and you are, you, are, you are not in Hippic. You are in G7. You are in G7. We have come from Hippic. People who are in Hippic are giving computers, money, this, that. And you are here. Oh. I'm telling you something. Except the corn of wheat fall into the ground and die to abide alone god is about to release many of us into a higher level of ministry of finances of everything but i'm showing you that you've come to the border the next step is the step of sacrifice until you hear god speaking to you give to this man bless this person do this work give sacrifice your life and obey you will be just as you are you abide alone as you are now that is how you will be. Many times I've seen people giving. In the moment that they give, God tells me as I'm standing there that the person that's the end of the person. That is the release of the person's breakthrough. That moment. In fact, there are people who have said to me that they felt something just pushing up their hand. And I said, God is trying to bless you. It's time to release and it's time to give. Stand to your feet. we pray father just close your eyes for a moment everyone and lift up your hands to the lord and just speak to the lord for a moment brother and sister you may sacrifice for yourself but it's time to sacrifice for god as we end this service tonight father we thank you for your blessing your word as we continue lord we know that we shall never be the same again in maryland we shall go on from victory to victory to glory to your honor I pray for everyone, Lord. Speak to our hearts. Touch our lives, our hearts, O oh God. Let us move on into all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you may be seated.
You may be seated. Now, listen, before we get out of here, hello? Fill my cup, fill it up and make me whole. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thing of my No. Oh. 